Thanks for tuning in to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. It would mean the world to us if you could help us spread the gospel message of Jesus by subscribing to, sharing, and leaving a review on this podcast. We are believing to see thousands saved locally and millions globally. Thanks and enjoy this week's message. And so I want to speak tonight a simple message and Lizette kind of even started it. It's a woman with the issue of blood and also the story that happens simultaneously with the, the woman, the, the young girl that is sick and she is dying, Jairus's daughter. And so I'm going to be speaking from Mark 5. So those that are here with me, if you have a Bible, you can wave it. Wave your Bible at me. There you go. Some of your Bibles are glowing. Amen. Turn to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, this conference, I feel, is going to be good. If your neighbor doesn't seem excited, go to your other neighbor that was not your first choice and tell him, neighbor, I feel... This conference is going to be good. Come on, come on. Give God some glory in this place. Mark 5, verse 25, and it says, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I only, if only I touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. She felt in her body that she was healed of the afflictions. Jesus immediately knowing in him Self, that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? But his disciples, most likely Peter's like, Jesus, everyone's here touching you. Everyone's getting on you. What are you asking? Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done this. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing that she, what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Someone say the whole truth. We know Jesus was staying for a while for, for a girl was telling Jesus the whole truth. Um, and he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. And at the same moment, Jairus was coming up to Jesus asking him for his daughter to be healed and then, then all of a sudden as Jesus is walking to Jairus's house to heal the daughter the woman with the issue of blood comes and interrupts that miracle and has a miracle happen to herself and then it says later on here that as Jesus was healing the woman with the issue of blood. People came behind Jairus and told Jairus, hey, don't bother the teacher anymore. Your daughter is dead. And then all of a sudden, Jesus turns around hearing what they said, hearing their unbelief said, don't be afraid, only believe. And as they walk to the house of Jairus, all of a sudden, Jesus encounters these people that are weeping and crying for the dead girl. 
It's like, thanks for nothing. No, I can cry my, on myself, no, by myself. And these people are hired to cry and mourn for the dead daughter. And so Jesus says, hey, this daughter is not dead. She's only asleep. And they laugh at Jesus. There is unbelief in the room. And so what Jesus does before the miracle is he kicks the people out. And the woman, the girl is raised to life. And I want to speak tonight this weekend will be a weekend of miracles, signs and wonders. This weekend will be a weekend of salvation. But I want to, before we get into that, I want to make you and raise your expectations for your miracle. I want you to raise your expectation for a miracle today because if you don't expect God to move, He will not move in your life. Your neighbor will be healed. Your neighbor will encounter to encounter the presence of God. But if you don't have the faith and you don't have the expectancy, the Bible, no, we, we like to say that expectant, uh, expectation is a breeding ground for miracles. So if you don't have a heart of expectation you will not be healed you will not be delivered you have to come before God with an expecting heart and this woman with the issue of blood I was pondering on this on this story not too long ago and I really saw that this woman with the issue of blood she was had this issue for 12 years had this issue for 12 years and she tried and tried and tried again to get her healing, to get some sort of breakthrough in her health. And I, I, I get amazed at the fact that after 12 years of struggling with the same sickness, with the same illness, the moment Jesus came by, she didn't say, her faith didn't lower to the level of her situation. She, after 12 years, still believed that if I touch Jesus, I will be healed and I believe there's people in this place you have come here and you have been bleeding for 12 years maybe not bleeding but you have have issues with your kids for six years maybe you have been having issues in your youth ministry or maybe your ministry has been dying and it's been year after year maybe your family is is falling apart maybe your kids are leaving I want to tell you I don't care how long it's been if Jesus is in the room I want you to be expecting for a miracle she didn't let the length of her issue determine the level of her faith she didn't allow she didn't allow the, the times that she went to a church and prayed for and the pastors prayed for them and nothing happened to diminish her faith she didn't allow her disappointments to dictate her doctrine. She didn't allow the, the time that a pastor prayed for her or a church fasted for her and nothing happened, lowered the level of her faith. She said, I don't care if it's been 12 years, 6 years, 15 years. If Jesus is here, I'm going to try again. I'm going to reach out for the realm, for the helm of his garment. And this time I will be healed. Church, don't let your issue become your identity this woman did not let the fact that she tried over and over and over again her issue got worse the bible says she tried everything she could and it only got worse you know there's a little hope when things get better but what happens when things get worse do you hinge your do you hinge your faith on your feeling because if you hinge your faith 
on your feeling this woman with the issue of blood would never been healed because life tends to get a little worse before it gets better and sometimes if if this woman would have came and she every time that she tried her faith would have got lower 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 and lower I promise you and I, I can almost guarantee that when Jesus would have came by, she would have never expected for a miracle. But time and time after again, she said, Jesus, I'm not going to let the fact that I've tried again and I failed and, and nothing happened diminish my faith. I'm going to still believe. If it didn't happen last conference, it's going to happen this conference. Don't let the times that it didn't happen dictate and diminish the faith for this time. Come on, church. She didn't let her issue become her identity. Even when we call her the woman with the issue of blood, we, we call her by her issue. But we see that when she got healed, Jesus says, daughter, your faith has made you well. The identity in knowing who you are will produce miracles. And knowing your identity in Christ will it produce miracles in your life saying God I understand I've messed up God I understand my ministry is dying God I understand my loved one is, has died or is dying but I don't hinge my identity on what happened I hinge my identity on your word I hinge my faith on your miracles what you've done and what you will do Come on church, I feel the presence of God in this place. I feel some people are going to encounter the presence of God. Don't allow church your disappointments. I don't know what you guys are going through. Before the service, we got kind of updated on the issues of, of people in our prayer lines. And as a human being, it, it breaks my heart to hear the issues that people go through. And I sometimes I don't know your pain. I don't know what you're going through. But I can tell you of someone that went through your pain. Someone that died a death, a brutal death. He didn't die a pretty death. He died a brutal death for you and I. So he can say, I know what you went through. So today you can say, God, my, even if it didn't happen, even if someone passed away, even if this business shut down, even if my ministry closed down, even if no one's coming to youth group, even if no, my family is further than it used to be, and I prayed and I prayed and I believed, and not only it didn't get better, it got worse. God, I still believe. I still believe. Church, can you still believe? tonight if it didn't happen at that conference that you came from can you believe that God won't count you tonight if it didn't happen when you fasted can you believe that this time when you touch the helm of his garment that it will happen tonight can you stand in the gap for your family can you stand in the gap for your ministry can you stand in the gap for your health for your marriage for your finances in Jesus name I feel some faith rising in this place don't let the length of your issue lower the level of your faith. You have to mount your faith. 
into Christ. You have to mount your faith into what Jesus says because the story with Jairus, Jesus tells Jairus, no, Jairus comes and like a lot of us, we are desperate for our miracle. I know how many desperate people here. If you're not desperate, you can lower your hand. But if you're desperate, can I see your hand? If you're desperate for an encounter of God, can I hear your voice? Can I hear your faith? If you're not desperate, you don't have to open your mouth. But if you're desperate, you're willing to push past the crowd. You're willing to look embarrassing to encounter Jesus. Jairus was desperate for a miracle. And listen, if you, if you have a name in the Bible, you're pretty important. So Jairus was up there and Jairus pushes past the crowd he kicks people to the side no I like your Sunday church service I don't care I'm getting to Jesus know what I mean and so I'm getting to Jesus like a lot of us tonight we're pushing to encounter Jesus we're pushing to to touch Jesus and what happens Jesus says I'm gonna come to your house a miracle is coming to your house healing is coming to your house finances and your breakthrough in your finances is coming to your house but what happens is Jesus gives the word and then the situation only gets worse some of you guys you guys been you guys have been given a prophetic word or you guys been reading the Bible and you're, you're believing things will get better but things only get worse I want you to see Jairus is given the word your daughter will be healed I'm coming to your house healing is coming to your house a miracle is coming to your house financial breakthrough is coming to your house revival in your ministry is coming to your house and all of a sudden you're excited yeah 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 you're no you're screaming you're you're speaking by the Honda Shalabanamaza and you're and, and you're happy you're excited you're fasting and all of a sudden that thing that you're praying for doesn't happen Jesus seems like he stopped somewhere else it's like Jesus hold up you're heading over to my house what are you doing over here and things only get worse and then you get these people that come up to you and tap you on the shoulder and say don't bother the teacher anymore your daughter is dead if you're in this place and you're saying your problem went from from bad to worse and then you get given the news, you get given the thoughts, the enemy taps, the little purple guy on your shoulder taps and says, hey, don't bother Jesus anymore. Don't fast anymore for your ministry. Don't fast for your marriage anymore. Don't fast for a deliverance. Don't fast for, don't, don't go to morning prayer anymore. Don't hinge your, your faith on the word of God because obviously the word of God has failed. And this is what Jesus says, do not be afraid, only believe. Do not be afraid, only believe. Church, your faith has to be mounted on what God said, not the situation that's been given. Not the, not, not the doctor's report that God handed to you last week. Not the text message that you got, that you got laid off. Not the, not the leaders that left from your ministry to the, to the ministry down the, road, the, down the road that's on fire and passionate after God. Don't hinge your faith on that. Hinge your faith on the Word of God. Kid, it never fails. It never comes back void. It stays true to the end of time. The Bible says heaven and earth may pass, but my Word will never come back void.
tonight. My word says true tonight. And tonight we make God's word a standard for our life. No, not too long ago, I was with a friend and we were hanging a TV on his wall. And the, the cool ones, you know what I mean? The swivelly ones. Some of you guys just got the ones that stand on the stand. Yeah. So we got the squivelly, the swivelly, squivelly. Um, and so we were, I was helping him put it on. And we began to mount, no, there's a TV mount that holds the TV. And we began to mount the mount onto the wall. And we drilled into the wall. And things looked pretty for a second. Things were standing. We turned it a little bit. Squeak, squeak. And so we looked and then all of a sudden we began to realize there was a loud noise. Most of you guys guess what happened. TV came falling. And then once we did a little bit more investigation, we began to realize that the nails that held the TV was only went through sheetrock, only a thin piece of sheetrock. But it didn't get into the stud, the wood, the solid part of the wall. And I wonder, and, and then so I began to realize, okay, this TV, it held up for a second. But the moment someone comes and tweaks it a little bit, the moment someone comes, moves it a little bit, if the nail is not put into the solid foundation, the TV will come down. See, Jairus was given a word. He was given something and his faith was put into Jesus. And so when the people come and they begin to say, hey, your, your, your daughter is dead. If your TV mounts, if your nails are mounted into sheetrock, if your, your nails, if your faith is mounted into to sheetrock into your feelings I'm gonna tell you your situation will come crashing down but if you mount your faith into the Word of God into the, the wood stud of his cross if you mount your faith into the promises of Jesus I'm gonna tell you you can move it back and forth but your faith will not come crashing down If you mount your faith into the, into the wooden beam of God's promises, if you mount your faith into the fact, into the wooden beam that I'm going to your house, people can come and tell you, hey, your situation is dead. It got worse, Jairus. Don't bother the teacher anymore. They can move you. They can bend you. They can try to break you. But if your faith is mounted into Jesus and to the Word of God, I'm going to tell you, winds and waves will come. But you will stay strong. You will stay mounted into God's Word. And then when that time passes, when the doubt comes, you get the word that don't be afraid, only believe. Stay faithful to me. Some of you guys here tonight, things, people have come and they have moved you. Life has come and moved you. Life will do plenty good at screwing up your life. Devils and demons will come and try to torment you. Things will come and we're believing tonight for, for, for miracles and signs and wonders. But this woman with the issue of blood, she came expecting. 
She didn't let her 12 years break her. She didn't let her 12 years of trying, church after church, pastor after pastor, diminish and bring down her faith. Her faith was mounted into Jesus. How many people's faith are mounted into Jesus? How many of you guys believe that tonight is the night of breakthrough, of miracles, signs and wonders, of salvation for your family, salvation for your kids, salvation, revival in your ministry? It says she tried everything that she could. It says right here. She had suffered many things and many physicians. She has spent all that she had and was no better but rather grew worse. Listen to the next words, verse. But when she heard about Jesus. Church, if you're going through a situation and you come here, you're saying this, 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 this happened. Let me give you this word. But she heard about Jesus. There's that but Jesus part. See, the enemy wanted to put a period at that. She spent all she had and it only grew worse. Enemy put a period. But that Jesus tonight wants to come and not put a period. He wants to put a comma and said, yeah, that happened. But I, but Jesus, but my power, but my presence, but my miracle working power, but my healing began to happen. Your ability ended. And where your ability ended, my abilities came in. Where your power ended, my power started. But Jesus, someone say, but Jesus. Someone say, but Jesus. If you're going through something and it, go, and it grew only worse, shout but Jesus. If your ministry is dying and it grew worse, shout but Jesus. If your marriage and your family is destroyed, shout but Jesus. Shout but Jesus. But Jesus, but she heard about Jesus. And where her ability, where she spent all she could, that ended, God says, all right, your natural ended, let my supernatural take its place. Your ability ended, and it's not even by our abilities. The Bible says not by mind, not by power, but by His Spirit. So your abilities can't do much, but my Spirit can do something. My presence can do something. Before things get up, church, things have to get out. Because when Jesus got to Jairus' house, and this sermon, I, I simply want to build your expectation for God to move tonight. I want to build your, your faith tonight for your miracle, for salvation for your family, for revival in your ministry, for the situation that only grew worse. I want to, I want to build your faith tonight for it to begin to be healed, delivered, saved, begin to be freed. Jesus comes to Jairus' house and as he comes to Jairus' house, he encounters these people that are weeping and crying and they're sitting there with unbelief. 
this daughter is dead. There's nothing we could do it. And there's only negativity in, in the room. And so what happens? And he says, they only, they walked to Jairus' house. And then when he came in, he says, why make all this commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And what happens is those people ridicule them, ridicule Jesus. And it says here, but when he had put them all outside, he took the father and the mother and he entered where the children was lying and told the, the young girl to wake up and she began to wake up. So I began to realize before Jesus was able to do a miracle, before Jesus was able to tell the girl to get up, he told the unbelief to get out. Before Jesus could raise that ministry, he told them the unbelief to get out. Before he could tell that situation to get up, he said the negativity has to get out. Before the financial breakthrough, the unbelief has to get out. Where there is miracles, there cannot be unbelief. God says where his spirit is, there is freedom. So if there's unbelief, God says they have to get out. It has to get out. Church, I don't know about you, but if you're living and your situation got worse and you have unbelief, before your situation will get up, God, and I'm telling you, their unbelief has to get out. Those times that it didn't happen has to get out. Some of us are, we're crying to God. We're fasting to God. God, let this situation get up. And God's saying, before it gets up, this has to get out. He kicked them out. He said that unbelief has to get out. That addiction, you have to get. That unbelief, that negative thought, you have to get. Those negative thoughts, you have to get. That time it didn't happen, you have to get. That time when it didn't happen in that conference, you have to get. 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 Every demon get. Every negativity get. In Jesus' name. And God says, only when it gets out, I will get that situation up. Only when that unbelief gets out, I will raise your dead daughter. Only when that negative thinking, those negative thoughts, those passive thoughts, that, that passivity, that laziness towards God, once that gets out, God says, your situation will get up. Tonight, if you're coming to this prayer line and you have unbelief, I got two words. Not to you, but to the unbelief. Get negativity. Get if you're gonna come here tonight, you have to come fully knowing Jesus Christ will heal you, Jesus Christ will deliver you, Jesus Christ will save you. And my last point I want to bring to you is don't just touch Jesus. If I can have the team get up, don't just touch Jesus tap into Jesus because I realized this this woman with the issue of blood she comes and there's so many people touching her but the moment that she touches Jesus the Bible says power flowed out of Jesus and into the woman and then how I know so many people touch him because he asked who touched me 
And the disciples say, everyone is touching you. See, but this woman realized, I can't only touch Jesus. I have to tap into him. Because everyone was around Jesus. Everyone touched Jesus. But only one person tapped into Jesus. I'm going to tell you, when you begin to tap, when you begin to tap into Jesus, when you begin to press into Jesus, don't just be close to Jesus. Because she realized, I'm in close proximity of Jesus, but it's not enough. I have to press into Jesus. And when you press into Jesus, you tap into His presence. The presence releases powers for your miracle. The presence of God releases power for your problem. The presence of God releases power for your ministry. We didn't come here for me. We came here to experience the power of God. Church, you didn't come here for the pastors. You came here not just to be close and in close proximity of God, but you came here to say, Jesus, I'm going to tap into your presence. And when I tap into your presence, your presence will release power for my miracle. Don't be okay with being in proximity of Jesus. Don't be okay with just coming to Sunday church. Press into His presence. Press into His power. Press into prayer. Press into His presence. I'm telling you something. Because you could touch Jesus but not tap into Him. Because everyone touched Jesus, but someone was able to tap into his presence. It was a desperation, church. She had a desperation for her miracle. Because technically that woman should not have been there. She was ceremonially unclean. So this woman should not be here. But there was such a desperation. There was such a faith in her. Something, somehow, someway, someone told her that Jesus is able to heal. And this desperation pushed past the crowd. Pushed past the negativity. Pushed past the naysayers. Pushed back the, the times that never happened. And touched the helm of his garments. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's message. If you like what you've heard, you can find more of this great content on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and even Pinterest. In other words, we would love to connect with you for the latest and greatest info on all conferences and internships. Remember, better is not good enough, the best is yet to come.